You are listening to Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast where IT leaders exchange insights about issues around cloud architectures for the data center. And now your host, Alison Klein. Welcome to Conversations in the Cloud. My name is Alison Klein. Today, we're joined by Greg Bruno, VP of Engineering at Stack IQ. Welcome, Greg. Hello. So, Greg, Stack IQ, um, an emerging name in the cloud space. Why don't you tell us what you do and where the company comes from in terms of a technology direction? Stack IQ, we recently did a name change. We were called Cluster Corp, and Cluster Corp has been in the business of selling HVC clustering software solution. And that solution was based on an open source project run out of the University of California at San Diego. Stack IQ was funded by two VCs in February. We have three major focuses right now. The first one is the HPC space. So Stack IQ uses Rocks and then expands that in a product that we call Rocks Plus. It is a highly scalable installer that installs the entire OS stack onto, you know, many, many nodes. You know, you generally have one front-end machine which controls a lot of back-end machines. The goal of Rocks is to be able to make the management of all those back-end nodes very easy. So we have the HPC line. We have another line which we're focused on, which is the big data line. So we've come out with the ability to lay down Hadoop. Apache Hadoop, as well as Cloudera, as well as MapR. So those are three variants of Hadoop that get laid down onto all those backend nodes. And the third prong is why we're talking today is our cloud initiative, where we have expanded the HPC solution to be able to, on physical hardware, to lay down virtual machines by using Zen. And when it comes to the cloud initiative, is this aimed at service providers, at enterprises, any particular segment of the industry? Yeah, our main focus is at the enterprise. In addition to that, we have engineered the code in such a way that a lot of the engineering that goes into being able to spin up private clouds is we wanted to be able to take that forward and also be able to use it inside Amazon EC2. What would be the alternative approach to utilizing something like Rocks? And, you know, if you want to think about the old school way of deploying this, where are we coming from and and what is the primary uh, delta in terms of advantage? The, the key differentiator there with Rocks is that Rocks manages the entire stack from the OS all the way up to the application, including the virtualization layer, including all the networking, all the disk partitioning. And we do the entire management of all the infrastructure. So that's one consistent tool that does the whole thing. In the cloud space, are you intuiting identical VMs, or are you looking at a heterogeneous environment as well? There are no heterogeneous assumptions inside of Rocks. Mm-hmm. And that was designed on purpose because we wanted to make sure that we could support different you know, node sizes and node capabilities with the same software stack. So heterogeneity has been designed in since day one. Rocks has this notion of what we call appliances. So, for example, you can have like a Bitnami appliance, you can have an MPI appliance, you can have a virtual container appliance, you can have a login appliance. So the idea is you could deploy several different appliance types on the back end on the virtual side as well. I think that that gets us to the collaboration with Intel in delivering uh, Cloud Builder's reference architecture. What kind of uh, folks do you expect to use this reference architecture? I'm looking at it right now. It's very detailed in terms of step-by-step how you would actually get this up and running. Um, Is this the engineers in the test lab environment? Is this somebody who's looking actually 
to look for a production deployment? Or is it everybody, all of the above? Well, um, you know, we hope it's all of the above, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the folks at Intel gave us access to three different clusters on a remote location, I believe in Oregon. The guys were great. They had a very nice setup that I could physically manage the machines via the web all the way down to the BIOS, which was fantastic. It was like I was there. So we had this reference architecture, which had gigabit Ethernet as well as InfiniBand on the back end, which um, we used the gigabit, not the InfiniBand. Again, ROX was set up to support Intel CPUs because they're the most prevalent ones out there. And so it was very easy to take one of our ISO images that we used to boot the front-end machine, which does all the control, install our front-end with our ISO, and then it was very simple to spin up all the back-end nodes. And then once we had the base laid down, it was, uh, again, extremely easy to go through and then start setting up two different types of virtual clusters. The first one was to be able to deploy LAMP stacks, and uh, that we used by repackaging Bitnami. And the second virtual cluster that we set up was one to run Hadoop MapReduce jobs. If somebody wants to read more about Stack IQ and Rocks, where would they go for more information? You would go to www.stackiq.com. Well, thank you so much for being on the program. Um, Stack IQ is definitely a name to watch in this space, and we look forward to hearing more from you and your colleagues, Greg. Hey, thank you so much for the time. This has been a lot of fun. <laughs> 